right, guys, welcome back to the Vanasaur podcast. That's right, we do this every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern here on Stranger Palooza. We're all about exploring Class B RVs, overlanding, and van life culture. Welcome back to the show. My guest today is Rob Rizzo, who is a Coachman Beyond owner, YouTuber, uh, metal detectorist, you know, a lot of things, a lot of cool things. <laughs> Hank, I, I am so impressed because people call us metal detectors. Oh, okay. And you, you somehow know the proper name, a metal detectorist. Thank yes, you. I've watched because I have watched that uh, BBC TV show. <laughs> awesome show. I love awesome it. I'm, I'm such a fan. I don't know if they're still doing it. I think they had a couple seasons, but it was great. You know, I, they did three seasons. We're mm -hmm. talking about this British show about these two mm -hmm. guys that are buddies that are detectorists, mm -hmm. metal detectors. Yeah. And they mm -hmm. did a they did a Christmas special this last year. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. You know what? I need to go look that up. I can't remember if, whether or not I saw that. Yeah, it's one of those things. I'm not sure. I think mm -hmm. it's only available pay-per-view right mm -hmm. now. But the guy who directed this series we're talking about, I believe his name is Mackenzie Crook, and he's one of the two guys mm -hmm. in the show, the skinny guy. Oh, but, okay. Uh, he's from Pirates he of the was, Caribbean. You got it. He was yeah. the guy mm -hmm. whose eyeball was always falling yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy said, pop it. Oh, my puppy. Very talented. Yeah, we're getting way, 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 way deep into the weeds here. So let's uh, let's start out this way. So why don't you explain to the folks out there, tell them, you know, a little bit about yourself, uh, who you are, how you came to be a Class B guy, and specifically owning a Coachman Beyond. Well, okay, let me tell you, it all started with that guy. I guess I got to point that way. Oh, wait. So, um, me? With no. you. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, I was I actually retired last April and oh gosh about six months prior to that don't ask me how or why but the wife and I started to think you know we might as part of retirement want to buy an RV mm -hmm. and it, it didn't take us long we, we kind of wanted something on the smaller side so hey probably like many people you know watching this thing we hopped on the internet and I started watching uh -huh. YouTube videos and Yours truly over here was one of the. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, this is so embarrassing. Of... Oh my gosh! And and you know, Hank, I don't know if you remember this or not. Okay, oh but uh -huh. there was a there was a video you and Nick Schmidt made. Okay? okay, shortly after you bought yours, and Nick said, "By the way, if anybody watching this Hank Strange video decides mm -hmm. to buy a van, let me know, and I will buy you tickets to Walt Disney World." Yes. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Did you ever get? Did you ever get Disney tickets? Well, they've been promised, but I have. Okay. I do not have them yet. Oh, okay. So Eventually. Nick, Eventually. If you're watching Nick. Yeah, but, we got to um, catch up to yeah. Nick at the next uh, owners meeting. Exactly, but no. So yeah. we, you know, we looked around and, um, you know, started at the top of the funnel and mm -hmm. looked at a variety of manufacturers, makes, mm -hmm. and for for several reasons, we quickly settled on coachman okay and and the beyond and then and then it was a matter of you know which configuration and so on so so we've been in the hashtag van life now for over a year we've got about twenty five thousand miles wow on on our um coachman beyond and and that's and pretty I, good I just say, mm -hmm. we benefited so much from some of those videos to help us 
you know, this, as strange as it sounds, we tell people sometimes, they say, well, you know, did you test drive the Beyond and other vehicles? And remember, this was for us, this was during COVID. Right. So there were no vehicles available to test drive. So we actually did all our research up front and we bought this thing sight unseen. Oh, wow. Believe. Where are you guys based? So we live in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Okay, we are between oh. the cities of Milwaukee and Madison. And okay. we did purchase from Sunshine State RV for a variety of reasons and mm -hmm. couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier. So um, as we speak, we're getting ready to just head out for another 30-day trip. Okay, cool. So, you know what? I mean, I'd like to talk about where you guys are going, but uh, maybe for the folks out there, until we get some questions, and I encourage you guys to ask us questions. Uh, you know, we're, we're happy to take your questions here. If you're considering owning a Class B, it doesn't have to be from Coachman, doesn't have to be the Beyond. We'll be happy to answer in any way that we can. Dr. Dude says, uh, laugh out loud, it's funny seeing Hank surprise. He's the reason that Bob got into it. Yeah, that is, that's funny to me. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, I guess I, it's weird, right? You know, doing, like doing what I do. I've done this for a long time. I've done the van thing for a couple of years. And I do meet people who tell me that, but I'm always, it's, it's always embarrassing to me, to be honest with you. It makes me, uh, makes me a little uncomfortable. And also because I feel so much responsibility and that's why I try to run the, the channel the way that I do, because I know that it's so much money. It's like a, you know, a big part of, of folks out there, their life savings to do this and get into it. So, oh my gosh, isn't that the truth? And you know, in some ways I think that in some ways it's like buying a car, but in many ways it's very different because, yeah. you know, you think about it, there, there are some established dealers, mm -hmm. a lot more information. There, there are a lot more varieties of vans than there are autos you can buy. And so it can be daunting. And mm -hmm. so I, I think what helped Amy and I, my wife Amy and I, mm -hmm. is that- Shout out to Amy, she's awesome. She is awesome. Thank yes. you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh -huh. we we kind of learn from others. We learn from Hank. We learn from other people watching videos, commenting. That, you know, you have to. A lot of things go into the purchase decision. One of which was what kind of RV lifestyle do we want? You know, what kind of traveling style are we mm -hmm. going to kind of drive to some place and park it mm -hmm. for a couple of months? Or are we going to zip around and? Um, but all of that information on YouTube helped us figure out first. You know what kind of um, lifestyle and vehicle best suit our needs, and then yeah, we okay. looked at we we shortened it down to a, a list of about two or three, you know, right away. But uh, we would have been happy with some others, but we were real happy with the Coachman Beyond. What else was on your list? I'm just we curious. looked at um, Pleasure Way. Okay. Up in mm -hmm. Canada, you know, pretty mm -hmm. pretty good marks on quality. We looked at um, American Patriot. Okay. Um, but you know, actually, I started out looking at manufacturers, and what I realized, I think, again, mm -hmm. from one of your videos, or maybe, maybe, um, live small, go large. Mm -hmm. No, yes, I'm getting it yeah, wrong. Yeah, Scott. Yeah, you got Scott's it. Scott's video. Yeah. You know, it was almost better for us to decide what chassis we wanted first. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and and because at the time, I mean, they're even they're even they've kind of closed the gaps a little bit since then, but. Mm -hmm. There were some huge differences, and uh, so once we decided, and I, I actually thought I wanted a Mercedes, okay. and then realized for us the Ford Transit was a better fit. 
And then that kind of led me to certain manufacturers and certain configurations. But mm -hmm. I like the fact that the Class B is um, more nimble, it's more agile. You can almost um, travel in, in stealth mode a little bit, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And um, we're, of course, we have, we have adult children and grandchildren, but um, they don't come with us necessarily on these trips. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. Let me get to, there is a question here from Don Archer, so let's get to that. Uh, Dan, excuse me, Dan Archer. He says, when are you going to do a comparison between a Coachman Beyond uh, RB, Rare Bath, and a Travado K, which is the better value and quality? Okay. I think that's a good, that's a good idea. We should probably do something like that. Um, I've got to figure out exactly, you know, the logistics of making that happen. So I do, I do a lot of stuff with Sunshine State RV, and they have to have both of those vans there at the same time. So I will definitely uh, put that into the idea book. Do you have any thoughts on that, Rob? Yeah, it was interesting. We did. It's funny. At first, we mm -hmm. thought we wanted a Travato, and. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I'm open-minded. We had a very good friend who bought one about a month before us. And mm -hmm. again, it depends on who who you're traveling with, how you're traveling with. He was a solo traveler. And mm -hmm. for him, it worked better where the bath and so so on was. But that Travato was on a Ram chassis. Mm -hmm. And um, and at the time, the Rams did not offer all the same safety features that the Transit did. And it was a little, some people would say, underpowered. Okay. okay. But again, I think you know they change every year, and I know that I know mm -hmm. I know um, Dodge up, updated their chassis, but it, that would, doesn't surprise me. He's looking at those too, Hank. Yeah, I think they are they are good choices. Um, yeah, I you know I would say that the Ram is a little you know less horsepower and stuff like that than the Beyond, but the Ram is still more horsepower than the Sprinter van. There's mm -hmm. you know now the Rams. Uh, front-wheel drive and sprinters used to be rear-wheel drive unless you got 4x4 now you can get either rear-wheel drive or all-wheel drive which is good sure so you know but and and then the other thing I think with the Ram is it is a little bit smaller than the Beyond it's also I think the widest one out of the three chassis mm -hmm. so for me it came down to my legs are a little bit longer and I've thought about actually you know getting uh, a Travato I've like consider that even just as a youtuber i really love the the beyond i really you know i'm into the transit chassis but i thought you know what i need to go live with uh, a ram chassis let's say right and i considered maybe i'll go get a you know a, a travato and see how that is but the leg room i think would just bother me because i like uh driving long distance and it's uh, it's actually you know relatively comfortable and easy to drive until you're going long distance and you're trying to figure out where to put your legs. Yeah. So, he, so. and he, he brings up the other good point too about like mm -hmm. now which configuration inside, mm -hmm. and and this is there's no right or wrong as you said it's a mm -hmm. matter of preference but yeah big yeah. difference between you know the rear bath mm -hmm. versus the mm -hmm. other configurations you have multiple tanks you have to yeah. And of course, different locations. I'll tell you one thing I was surprised at, Hank, that mm -hmm. I didn't think about when I made my purchase. Okay. okay is just like serviceability. Okay. And, you know, I thought, well, you know, of course there are going to be more Ford dealerships than, for example, Mercedes. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I quickly realized, you know, not every Ford dealership, and by the way, not every, not every Mercedes dealership 
mm-hmm. has the the equipment, the lifts available to serve mm-hmm. as these heavy vehicles. So, I mean, I don't know if I would base my purchase decision solely on that, but you know, you certainly want to understand. I mean, I have to drive a bit of a distance to find a place, a Ford commercial Ford dealership mm-hmm. that can raise my van to change to rotate the tires and so on. Okay, so. Well, you know this is a really this is a really good comment. I knew we would not have any kind of issues coming up with stuff, and I do want to answer this because I hear what you're saying from a lot of people. Um, so here's a big thing about the service that I've come to to realize: if you are a Ford dealership, if you're a, a Mercedes dealership, and you're and you've got Sprinters, even if you don't, uh, if you're if you're a Ram dealership, you're you know. All of those dealerships are supposed to have the lifts to lift those vans, period. Now, the reason why they say they don't have the lifts is because they don't want to do it. So I've been through I've been through that same thing with my van with Ford. Let's say here in uh, I live just outside of Gainesville, but um, I've called up the Ford dealership and either they'll want you to wait a long time, you have to actually leave the van there. Or some dealerships will say, "Oh, you know, we don't have the lift." And then um, there's a there's a dealership in a town not far from me as well called Chiefland, kind of country type of area, very nice place. And those guys, you call them up, you could go in there the next day. They have the lift, and when I talk to them, they say that's just something that these dealerships say because they don't want to deal with these vans. Yeah. And I found that to be true in a lot of ways. It might, you know, I, I, I don't know, you know, you mm-hmm. might be right from a dealership perspective, but mm-hmm. I had, uh, gosh, I was alarmed, you know, I'm mm-hmm. in I'm in a group, a Facebook group of mm-hmm. similar coachman owners. Now, these could be sprinters, fans on the Ram chassis and mm-hmm. or the transit. And somebody went into a shop. It was not a Ford shop. Mm-hmm. And um, their van was up on a lift and, and it fell and off. It, came, it, it fell off. Now, thank God no one was hurt. And again, mm-hmm. That was not a dealership. That was a probably a mom and pops thing. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know. I. I. But I can just tell you whether they're giving me a line or not. Mm-hmm. The. You know, just knowing. Hey, do I have some place in my vicinity? Okay, yeah. Where I can get the service. I didn't really think about that when I made my purchase. Yeah, it is a good. It's it's a good point, and people can mm-hmm. uh, remedy that before they buy by calling up the dealership and seeing what they say. Now, what I'm I'm not telling folks this to tell the dealership. No, you could do this. If they don't want to do it, don't take your don't take your van to them. That's my that's my personal opinion. If for whatever reason they don't want to deal with you, there was an issue I had, and I had to go to the Gainesville dealership, and they're nice enough folks, but. They, there was there was something that only they could fix. It was a real simple part on my on the big sliding door, and they made me wait there for like three or four hours over the time I really should have because the guy working on it didn't like the fact that it was an RV, and he was like, "Oh well, to go in there and change that part on the door, I've got to go through stuff that the builder made," and the service guy was telling me, "I was like, okay, if you guys want." I'll go back there and open that thing up myself just to make this go yeah. fast. Of course, they won't let you do that. But a lot of times it just comes down to people's desire. And here's my thing. If you don't want to work on something, I don't want you to do it either. <laughs> so, Great point. And I, I mean, yeah. most of the people watching this now or, or later, mm-hmm. I mean, they're on social media. So, I mean, my, mm-hmm. my, my suggestion is take advantage of crowdsourcing. Ask your friends, regional mm-hmm. people, hey, where, where do you get your vehicle service both in terms of the the, the coach side 
yeah. but also the chassis side. I, I'll just tell you one other little interesting thing. Mm-hmm. We've been very pleased with this dealership I'm talking about, but I just took it in to have the oil changed, and uh, Ford has this package called the Works Package, where they do a general inspection. They also rotate your tires, and some of you may know the Transit has, uh, the, the Ford Transit Coachman Transit has dually wheels on the back. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have four wheels on the back. And I left the dealership, got home, and just don't ask me why I happened to be looking at something on my rim. And the two stems from the inside and the outside tire, they did not align. Mm. You know, they, they should line up. So if you needed to inflate a tire or something, you could have access to it. When they mm-hmm. rotated the tires, they did not rotate them back to the point where the, the valve stems, oh, right? Interesting. Okay. So, and I mean, did you do a video? Did you do a video of this on your YouTube channel? I hope you did because I, I would really I actually will. like to see this now. Yes. <laughs> I I have two videos coming. Okay, that's okay. one, uh-huh. and the other is going to deal with this really high tech topic of replacing your cabin air filter. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Which sounds simple, but is it? <laughs> Yes. No, my one yeah. of my highest. It's one of the funniest yeah. things is you know mm-hmm. the one of the it's, it's always amazing what kind of videos get more views than others you know. Mm-hmm. And we did one video just on uh, the Ford. The Ford Transit has this safety feature mm-hmm. where if you rotate either one of the front seats mm-hmm. and start your vehicle, you could you're in park, of course, right? Yep. This annoying chime goes off. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they think you're going to drive the vehicle. Like that, yeah. There are people who would do it, yes. <laughs> Not saying anybody watching this right. podcast. Uh-huh. But uh, we we asked some folks, hey, how did you turn this off? So I did a little video on that. Oh, cool. And that's really, that's really popped. Yeah, and if, folk, if you guys want to watch Rob's channel, it's called Beyond the Adventure, right? On YouTube, Beyond the Adventure. So yeah. I'll, I'll try to uh, show that here. We've got a couple of minutes. Let me see if I can hit some comments and questions real quick. Carla Daniels says, Lola, I received my shirt. Thank you. I'll be wearing it at the Hershey Park RV Show September 16th. Uh, uh, thank you for me as well. Look, I'm wearing a Vansor shirt. You can get that right here. Support us on the channel. I know, selfish plug. Um, and let's see if we can actually get to this one. On the go with Greg Savage. Uh, gives us a bunch of thumbs ups thank you everyone out there smash those thumbs ups he says metal detectors used to be a bunch of old guys on the beach but it has progressed into amazing genre which i will learn as a future class b um class beer i will be in addition to the adventure so there you go okay congratulations yeah it's uh, everything's changing right well, the technology in that field has changed as well. But mm-hmm. what, what I find, it's for me, it's just a wonderful hobby mm-hmm. that goes along actually with the RV life because you know the RV takes mm-hmm. you to a variety of places. And what we really like to do, we we'll often visit mm-hmm. historic location, locations, beaches, mm-hmm. and the metal detector I happen to use is like the, one of the lightest, most portable on the market and um you know some may wonder well what do, you, what do you do with this stuff you find you know well we there's actually a service where people can call and say hey, i've lost my necklace my ring so oftentimes we return things mm-hmm. you know to people that lost them or we give the f- things we find back to homeowners or um we donated i i uh, got permission to metal detect at if any of you remember the little house on the prairie tv series 
Mm -hmm. This was the Laura Ingalls Wilder homestead up in Pepin, Wisconsin. And my, myself and my friends that detected the property, we recovered a bunch of really old, cold stuff that is from the Ingalls family that's now in the museum up there. So it's, oh. a, it's a fun hobby. Fits, you know, it fits the RV life as well. Yeah, very cool. All right, we're going to be right back. We're going to take a break. So as you guys might have already heard, Lola and myself are brand ambassadors for Sunshine State RV. And as Vanasaurs, I want to take this moment to encourage anyone who is in the market for a Class B van to start their journey with SSRV. Sunshine State RVs specializes in selling Class B vans and B plus RVs. That is the reason why they are the number one dealer in all of the state of Florida. Number three in the whole United States. SSRV will fly you right to their location in Gainesville, Florida. They'll give you a very detailed and thorough walkthrough of your van, and they'll give you a two night stay at a local campground so you can get used to your van. If you don't like that, you can actually have hands-free delivery anywhere in the United States of your RV. We bought our Coachman Beyond from Sunshine State RV two years ago. And over the past two years, we've seen how they treat customers when it comes to warranty side. Their service team is great. Whether you bought it from them or not, every person that comes in there gets the same service and care when it comes to warranty repairs. The same service, attention, and care. And their team does a great job getting you back on the road safely. So if you guys are in the market for a B or B plus van, consider Sunshine State RV. We've got a link in the description that you guys can use to see their current inventory and have someone get in touch with you. All right, we are back. Let me get to you. You got that right at the end there, Rob. Right at the end of the countdown. I was like, oh. <laughs> so yeah, we're definitely going to talk about uh, being a metal detectorist, or uh, I know this is going to be wrong. Is it therefore called metal detectoring? Metal detecting. Metal detecting. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, that so, would be the name of the of the hobby, and um, you know, like like anything, it could be mm -hmm. it could be biking or whatever. There's a very active community. Mm -hmm. Many places have local clubs you can join. It can be a solitary thing you do, or you mm -hmm. can do it with others. Mm -hmm. uh, there are are even metal detecting holidays. People organize trips to historic locations where you can go and have both a you know a normal vacation, but also do some detecting of some pretty old historical properties as well. Yeah, it's a very cool hobby and it's interesting to see all the different things that, you know, people do with their I think you don't only do this with your van because you travel all over the world and do this, but you know, I'm sure you also go out there with your van when you're just out um, you know, anything that you guys are getting up to. I'm sure you're out there swinging a wand looking for stuff. I've seen you do it. Yeah, in fact, um, you and I were at a rally this past year where after, mm -hmm. after a, this rally in Florida, uh, Amy and I left and we drove up to North Carolina and mm -hmm. we attended a four day event, mm -hmm. you know, where we were metal detecting old cotton plantations, historic mm -hmm. farms. And of course, we stayed in the beyond, which which we loved. But but I've also traveled overseas. I've been to England a few times. I'm heading back there again this fall. Um, but, you know, you don't have to do that kind of stuff. You can go to your local park. Uh, the, the laws vary all over the place yeah. in terms I'm of popping in, I'm popping in some pictures of uh, things you found out there, by the way, since we're talking about it and we're in it now, right? So what, what you're looking at here is a collection of finds from a 10-day trip I made to the town of Colchester, England. This happens to be the oldest city in Britain. Mm -hmm. So this is, you know, the area where the Vikings entered 
uh, Celtic tribes lived, uh, the Romans traveled that area. This mm -hmm. coin in the middle with the cross is a right. 12, 1279 um, silver hammered coin. Wow. And if, and if any, any of you guys ever watched the movie Braveheart, mm -hmm. the English king who um, fought William Wallace in Scotland, he's on the other side of this. His name was Edward Longshanks. But you, you find a variety of things, many of which, like these things, are old. But mm -hmm. you also can, you know, go to a park and find, you know, just a ring that somebody dropped last week. This mm -hmm. is actually really interesting right here. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> perhaps as, you know, as, as children, you might have heard pirates talk about in the movies, pieces of eight. Yes. Or, <laughs> you know, we heard those songs, two bits, four bits, six bits, a dollar. What they're talking about is, is what you see here. Um, before we were even a country and we minted our own coins, people would bring their coins from their native um, homeland. It might be Spain, France, England, and they would score those coins. They would cut them and break them into bits, mm -hmm. into pieces. And this is a 1721, it's one eighth, one, one bit of a 1721 Spanish real that I actually found on a cotton field in North Carolina. Yeah, that's really cool. And you found gold. Oh my gosh, and, and this, folks, is not um, normal. People have been doing this for 30 years, have never found a gold coin. This is a gold hammered coin from 1604. It's, the, the, it's a James I coin. So the individual who financed the, the people that landed in Jamestown, Virginia, that was James I, and mm. this was a coin that he minted. Okay, yeah. that I mean, that's really cool. And it's true, you know, a long time before, because... We didn't have folding money, right? You didn't have uh, bills and stuff like that in the beginning. So you had to, if you had to make change, <laughs> you, you had to, to literally make change, break it off. Yeah, and, yeah. and to tell you, not far from where you are, mm -hmm. on like mm -hmm. down near Vero Beach, mm -hmm. in that area, they you know they, they often refer to that as the Treasure Coast. Mm -hmm. There are, oh gosh, several sunken Spanish galleons that to this day you know, after the hurricanes come in and stuff like that, people mm -hmm. like me are out there on the beaches and they still find Spanish coins from these ships that were sunken in the 16, 1700s. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's real. It's a really cool hobby. And I know you have a YouTube channel where you talk about this as well. Do you want to uh, let the guys out there know about that before we go on sure. to other stuff? Mm -hmm. Sure. So if you can remember The History Channel, my, the name of my channel is The History Digger. Mm -hmm. And, oh gosh, this is probably channel's probably about three, four years old and uh, very similar to what you do, Hank. I mean, I have some instructional videos, but some are, are little snippets of my metal detecting adventures, and I donate all the profits from that channel to the Wounded Warriors Project. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for that. So, uh, let's see. Dan Ar Archer had asked, uh, is not the Beyond uh, Rare Bath a Ford Transit? Yes, it is a uh, Ford Transit. Uh, it's the best one. It's the one I own. Uh, so, and especially if you're a big dude like me, and you want some move around room in your bathroom, but, you but, go but for Hank, a if you couldn't buy the rear bath, uh -huh. it's not available. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. what would have been your second configuration, at least within the Beyond? And I don't know within if folks know beyond. about the other ones. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a there's some different ones. Okay, you've got the C. And the, the dual beds, the yeah. D, I think they call it. I th is it the D that's the dual beds? Because that's similar yeah. to what I have, except there's a side bath. And then yeah. the C, is a, the C I think, is a side bath, but a bed in the back, Correct. right? Yeah. With, with, a, with a bed that goes up and down and uh, 
Yeah, mm. what would have been your second choice? Oh, so if we're in transit, oh my gosh. Um, I think I would have probably gone for the sea then. You know, just that big bed back there, left it permanent, and then maybe just had... Because I think a lot of people do storage underneath that. I would have probably done that if, if I was just sticking to um, transit. What's, your, what's yours? Yeah, because I think the storage, the amount of storage... Mm -hmm across those different configurations that you eventually mm -hmm. get, mm -hmm. it's different. Mm -hmm. And um, of course, I didn't know that at the time, but I probably would have gone with the D, okay. where you ha mm -hmm. have the two beds, you know, going mm -hmm. going this way. Um, but, you know, of course, the other thing, you know, you, the storage is always what we were after. You mm -hmm. know, how can we eke out some extra storage? We put, yeah. we put some boxes on the back of the van and stuff like mm -hmm. that, but, mm -hmm. um, I would have kind of looked at all three of those a little differently. I would have looked at them through the lens of which one gives you just a few more cubic feet of space yeah. than the others. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's interesting. So if and this doesn't exist, but I, what I would love to see, and I so let me explain it this way: on the uh, the uh, Galleria line, which is the Sprinter, right? My favorite is the twenty four A. I think it's called. And that's the one that has the permanent bed in the back, and it has like that storage uh, built in in the back, right? I think that's the 24A. I might be mixing those up. If you could get that in a Beyond, that would be amazing to me. Like permanent bed, storage under there, I think. Uh, side, the side bath is, bath is so tough. I don't think I would, yeah. like a side bath would be useful to me. And that's, I, I got lucky. I found a rare, I, I wanted a transit and I found it in a rare bath. And I think that's my favorite, unless we somehow figure out how to put something else. I don't know, slide out bathroom, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I was talking I to know. another yeah. class mm -hmm. B person, and we we were mm -hmm. talking about videos and stuff. And of course, mm -hmm. for for us, a lot of our first videos were which van should we buy, you know? And then mm -hmm. we, we 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 bought one, and how do how do I do this on that van? Mm -hmm. And and then there's a variety of videos of you know how do I modify my van and stuff. But mm -hmm. I also enjoy the videos that are more about RV life yeah and you do the, you do these as well I like these but mm -hmm. like here are some hacks we've developed while we're traveling mm -hmm. here, here's an example and we, we've picked this up from somebody else but we have an anytime fitness membership you know a gym membership which um, is wonderful and, and occasionally we actually use it to go and work out but we really use it for the showers mm -hmm. I've heard so, this I've heard a lot of people do uh, is it anytime fitness Anytime fitness, and you know, mm. you, they, you, you get a little uh, fob that uh, mm. you know gives you entry to these facilities. They're open twenty four seven, and they have very nice, clean showers in there. So you know, regardless of whether your bath is in the back, the side, you know, mm -hmm. whatever, you have limited water in those things. And yep. occasionally, <laughs> you know, it's nice to take that long shower, right? Mm -hmm. It is. But oh. I, I like those videos as well, where people mm -hmm. are just sharing. You know, it's less about the vehicle. Mm -hmm. and and more about the lifestyle too which so you know if you once you know if, if i know people watching this some bought vehicles some haven't mm -hmm. but pay attention to those other videos beyond just vehicle choices as well yeah you have to think about how you're going to live with the van like you i think you said that earlier and for me one of the things i have i've had crohn's disease since i was about 24 25 years old so what that's done is that, you know, when I need to use that bathroom, I need to use the bathroom. So 
Um, and I found myself, you know, really uh, appreciating the fact that I have a rear bath when I've been on a lonely road somewhere <laughs> where there's nothing but road for miles in front of me, miles ahead of me, and I could use it. But I do understand on the flip side of that, there's folks who don't even use that bathroom. They have, they use hacks like you're saying with the gym, you know, there's trucker stops, there's all kinds of things um, that you can do. Lola and I recently got the geyser. You know what that is? I do not. So it's this device that uh, boils water or, well, you could put your, you could, there's two of them. You can heat up your own water and put it in it, or it boils the water for you and gets it to the right temperature. And then you can use it to take a sponge bath. So you save water by using that, but you can still get a, a nice sponge bath, soap up and wash yourself off and all that, wash your hair and everything. You can even use it to wash your dishes and it helps you conserve water. As you mentioned, water is a big deal. Uh, when you're traveling in these things because you're limited in that right so yeah absolutely absolutely and I and that's where mm -hmm. I really value social media because we um, before we you think of all the things you need to equip mm -hmm. your RV mm -hmm. and all the choices in terms of chairs and coffee pots and filtration systems and so on and it's there is no there's no one right thing of anything before talking to folks online really mm -hmm. helped us find what was right for us that much faster yeah i actually have the geyser right here that's why i was making noise check this out oh my god i haven't i haven't even opened it yet but we recently bought it so here's okay. the sponge right here this is the sponge and so this will actually pump it out this particular one heats up the water and all that kind of stuff uh it's not that big so i mean you know it's got a good size on it but you can store it away it's so it's called geyser hot portable shower haven't used it yet uh, we don't have any kind of like relationship with them or anything but i wanted to check that out based on what you were yeah. talking about here and and so. it, it it has a power source that heats up electrically yeah yeah you can yeah. uh you can plug it okay. into a battery pack or uh whatever gotcha. it is that you have yeah or if you have we a were... if you have a different way you can actually i mean yeah. you, you you'd have to power this anyway to pump the water out but um you know everyone's got some different thing for power i love it i'm looking forward to watching the video on that we will yeah sometimes depending on the type of trip length of trip we'll travel with mm. a uh it is a solar shower okay so it's it's a it's in it's basically like a vinyl bag that mm -hmm. rolls up okay it's about about this thick and it and it unfolds but you fill it up i think it holds oh my gosh four or five gallons of water you hang it up during the day and when you come back in the evening, you're going to hang it on a tree at your campsite, out, maybe even on the outside of the, the van. But it's quite warm and it's all gravity fed. But, you know, if anybody camps, they'll know what I'm talking about. You could find these in any camping store. But it's it's something if you're doing some remote camping, we'll occasionally take with us. Yeah. So something like this, right? Uh, one of these. Exactly. OK. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. You know, there's so many different things that you can do. To make this happen so yeah i agree with you on that check out um look at not just my stuff but you know please do look at my stuff but there's lots of folks out there doing things including you know rob himself is uh doing videos so you know that's the thing to do before you get into this look at what everyone else is doing and then ask yourself okay am i good with that <laughs> or do i want to do you know do i want to do something else and sometimes you'll surprise yourself you'll think you'll never do that thing but when you come to realize the convenience of a van 
but hey, I might have to make this compromise over here. You actually get used to it and you're fine. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, That's, and, and we're, we're still learning. We're picking up tips and tricks. We travel with a little portable gazebo that mm -hmm. we store in, in the uh, entry, the side entry door of the transit has two handles. Mm -hmm. And we strap this gazebo. It's one of these pop-up, you know, little gazebos that you can get some refuge in if there's too much sun, it's raining, whatever. But we store one of these things. We strap it to the side of the van. It works fine. However, mm -hmm. occasionally there's some wind and this thing comes with, you know, the typical stakes that you pound into the ground. And right. we had a particularly windy storm one time where this <laughs> thing went toppling. And mm. our good friends, Gary and Renee Dunn, turned us on to the, there are these very small bags you can buy. They're very thick, durable. They almost look like the solar showers, quite frankly. Okay. But you fill, you fill them up with water and essentially they're anchor bags. Oh, you know, okay, it makes sense, yeah. Yeah, and you Velcro these to the the pools of whatever, the gazebo, your awning, mm -hmm. you know, whatever you're doing. But but they're very, you know, you empty the water out. Yeah, and they easy to store, yeah. Just basically water weights. That's a good idea. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Let's get on to some comments here. Let's see. Um, on the go with, with Greg Savage says, um, Indeed, if it wasn't for Hank and Nick, and their eloquence and professionalism <laughs> there'd be a lot of unanswered questions they have helped my choice to sell everything and buy from nick uh my next home oh, okay cool congratulations and he goes on to say yes i retired from 30 years in motorsports business and i can't wait to get started oh that's awesome that sounds like fun <laughs> Maybe yeah, I'll meet you, you know, down there at Sunshine State RV sometime. <laughs> and until you do, yeah. you can pull it forward by watching mm -hmm. all these fun videos and so on. And, mm -hmm. and uh, I'll tell you, Nick and his mm -hmm. crew are as they're exactly the way you see them on these videos. They're genuine, mm -hmm. authentic people. We had a wonderful experience there. Yeah. So, you know, that leads me to a good question because uh, when Nick is on, people ask about service, right? And I agree with you. I think Sunshine State RV, good place to go get service. Now, you've been out there on the road. You've put 25,000 miles on your van. Have you ever run into a situation when you're out on the road? Let's say you can't get to Sunshine State RV and you needed to get service from somewhere else? You know, actually, I'm pleased to say we've not, I have had a minor issue with the Ford. Mm -hmm. Okay, which which Sunshine State really doesn't, you know, do mm -hmm. Ford stuff. Mm -hmm. But we've not had anything like urgent. Oh, my gosh, I need to find a place. Um, mm -hmm. The only thing we have done other than Sunshine State, which, you know, we go to Florida every spring and and mm -hmm. I had him do a checkup and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. We did visit the Coachman facility and you, you do have to schedule appointments there. You know, well in advance, they they have phenomenal service, but limited. Yeah. And uh, we had a very minor issue with a solar panel wire that was faulty. But mm -hmm. um, we, knock on wood, Hank, we've not had to. But I'm worried about it because I've heard, you know, horror stories galore. People won't service vans if you didn't buy mm -hmm. there, that kind of a thing. Um, okay. But we haven't had to deal with any of that. Yet. Yeah, you know, um, I haven't had anything happen so bad that I couldn't, you know, that I immediately had to do it myself either. So, yeah, knock on wood, knock on the, uh, there you go. Um, well, and, and, and I'll say Because that one could happen thing. to I people. Mean, mm -hmm. It sure can. And, and I mean, um, as good as Sunshine State is, what I also didn't appreciate, but I would consider now if I were buying, okay, mm -hmm. is the crowdsource support. What, mm -hmm. what I'm talking about 
whether it's uh, Travado, uh, uh, Anish Deal, or whatever, ask these people, you know, what kind of mm -hmm. support group do you have? If I have an issue, can I find someone like me that has my van? Because I'm going to tell you, I've done this. I see people just post a question. Oh my gosh, um, yeah. you know, this light's blinking on my Firefly. I don't know what it means. And within minutes, there are answers on, you know, so Coachman uh, and the Beyond has a very active, uh, positive, friendly community of users who help one another. I yep. don't know if that's the same with other folks, but cause I didn't think about that at the time mm -hmm. I was buying. It's definitely something I would think about now. Yeah, search out those Facebook groups or groups, any you know, whatever social media you use. I think the better ones are probably on Facebook at this point. There is one for the Coachman Beyond, but there's, you know, I think there's one for Galleria, for I think Travato. Yeah, for Travato, um, or any uh, Class B van that you have that folks have should be, you, you know, you should be able to find a users group for that. Um, let's see, we got less than a minute here. Shout out to Russ. Russ Johnson's out there, our buddy. Uh, he Russ, says, fellow Wisconsinite. Yes, there you go. He's awesome. Uh, Russ says, Rob, really like the video on your installation of a rear view mirror camera. 30 seconds, Rob, and then we'll, we'll take a break. <laughs> okay, you know, the stock cameras that come with the transits and other vehicles, they're, they're very poor, long distance. I installed mm -hmm. one, it's essentially an LED screen dynamically records three hours of video from the front and the back. My uh, my favorite modification I've ever done. I love it. There you go. I agree with that. It's, uh, cameras are very necessary. It'd be great to see more of this stuff come with the vans. Hopefully that happens. We're taking a break. Lola and I are now official brand ambassadors for Coachman Class B. So I wanted to take a moment to tell you guys why we, as Vanasaurs, like it says on our t-shirt, are very excited about our partnership with Coachman Class B. First off, Coachman RVs has been a leader to the great outdoors since 1964. So next is the fact that Coachman really cares about you as an owner, whether you bought new or used, after you buy your van, they really take care of you. With Coachman Class B, you have all the options. Coachman builds on all three van platforms. On the Mercedes Sprinter, it's the Coachman Galleria. The Ford Transit is the Coachman Beyond. And Ram Promaster is the Coachman Nova. Lastly, best value for money. We've had our van for two years, and Coachman builds to the highest standards of quality and craftsmanship. You can't go wrong with a Coachman Class B. So if you're interested, check out the link in our description and find the Coachman van that's best for you. There you go, we are back. And um, so I think I'm gonna skip ahead. Lola, uh, okay, Lola says, Russ Johnson, hi Russ, give Jane a hug for me. So there you go. And um, I think Lola says she asked a question here. Oh, here we go. Lola says, has Rob done any mods on his Beyond? I know Amy and him have those big e-bikes. You just spoke about the rear view mirror mod. So um, any other mods that you've done you, you wanna discuss? Yes. Oh. So, um, okay. So a couple other ones. We've, we've added an outlet. Um, I've added a ladder, prime design ladder on my back and attached to that is a plastic, um, it happens to be a Plano gun case that mm -hmm. we use to store our electrical cable, our water hoses, frees up a couple cubic feet of space underneath the van. And also, you know, when we do pull into a site, um, 
it, it you know, it allows us to, to not open our, our back doors to get the bugs in and so on. We love that. Uh, believe it or not, um, so in, I travel with a metal detector. Amy is a big quilter and seamstress. She travels with a sewing machine. Okay, so, nice. Where does that go? <laughs> well, <laughs> so speaking of that mod, so we add, mm -hmm. you know, I think one of the most um, modified things, but, but people modify them in different ways on the Coachman's, is mm -hmm. this space behind the driver's seat. Oh, yeah. Some people, some people put, I think Russ might have put it, a water, an extra water tank there. Other people no, he put that on the other up. side. But I think a lot. He did. You're, I think he, you're talking about between the seat and the bathroom. People yeah, build no, closets. Yeah, right. His is near. Yeah. Mm -hmm. His is near the side door. But I have it behind the driver's seat, and we've seen mm -hmm. little doggy beds put there. But yep. I have built some shelving back there, mm -hmm. within which Amy slides her sewing machine, and on okay. top of that is where I store all my metal detecting equipment. Uh, we have a shelf in the back of the van that allows us to store things. This is behind the bed area. Mm -hmm. um, did we, know, feature, did minor... we feature your van in that video we did? I know you were in that video, and I'm trying to remember, because we showed a bunch of vans, and I don't know if we showed this or not for the folks who are out there. Um, but... I We may have. I think it was in an older one, and uh, you know, some yeah. of these things are really simple, like seat covers yeah. or a yeah. cushion behind your neck. Yeah. I think some you were talking other... about the bicycle racks in the video we so, did. Yeah, the bicycle. Yeah. So we have two Rad Runner e-bikes. And if you're, mm -hmm. you know, e-bikes are evolving significantly. Um, but some of the early ones, and even still today, they can be quite heavy. So a normal bike rack may not uh, ha be able to support the load of two e-bikes. So we searched all over. We found a wonderful product uh, company um, called Rack Attach by OneUp that offers a swing away bike rack. It both swings away from the back of the van and tilts down and can easily support the weight of our two bikes in a very secure way. Mm -hmm. So I, I would say that was an accessory, less more of an accessory than a modification you mm -hmm. know, that we've done. Um, but it's it's been fun. I mean, and 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 then a whole host of other little things, you yeah. Know, little things, baskets, and I had one family member say, "Well, were you a little disappointed that you know you had to do all this work and as add these modifications?" Mm -hmm. And I I said, "Well, actually, no. I kind of appreciate the opportunity to make it my own and customize this stuff." Um, other people might feel differently, but I've actually enjoyed the ability to tweak this a little bit. And I appreciate Coachman leaving some of that for me to do. Uh, mm -hmm. I, you know, I actually enjoy that. Yeah, I would agree with you. You know, it would be great if someone could custom build exactly what you want, which they can. It just might cost you about a hundred thousand bucks more <laughs> to get that. <laughs> Correct, and it, you know, in some ways, so. think of it like a, a. I don't know if any you know people mm -hmm. here have built homes, but you know, oftentimes mm -hmm. there's there's a plan, and then you get to kind of finish it the way you want. Yeah. But um, but yeah, those are those have been some of the minor things, and we've, oh gosh, we've changed out the shower nozzle. We've added a different shower curtain. Mm -hmm. Minor stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, we've done we've done a lot of um, of modifications, and I and I agree with you. I think that, you know, like I was saying, the big thing for me here is the rear bath. So yes, there's other things that I wish were somehow better, but I can adapt to that, and and you know, 
in the beyonds there's three models so they there's no way they're going to make it perfect for everyone but if you find the basic the bones of that works for you then you could figure out ways to add all the different things that you want to uh, what i'm searching for here that i'm trying to pull up is um some pictures uh just uh, just recently of stuff that we've done outside the van i think i've talked about this before but i'll share this with you guys so um for example if you want to change the way that your van looks even this is something that i've done lately <laughs> you know we we uh vinyl wrapped our van so this is our van here it's vinyl wrapped and then recently i even put the uh the raptor grill on it you know and that's not something that you want every single van to come that way because you want to individualize and personalize that that van to your taste so that you know it's, you're, you're you're different from what everyone else is out there right there's one little minor thing we did that i absolutely mm -hmm. loved and it's a uh it's a small um aluminum piece you put on your door track that allows mm -hmm. you you know what i'm talking about here hank so oh, instead of mm -hmm. yeah you don't you know instead of only opening the door all all the way you, you can stop halfway mm -hmm. and it's just a little little thing that uh you you put on with some adhesive and stuff like that that uh i absolutely love but i will say this and let, let me just say full disclosure i have no relationship whatsoever with coachman mm -hmm. but um after we did all our research i would say the other thing that i saw the general manager of coachman if you're not familiar with them nick recchio um this guy is fanatical about understanding his consumer about understanding the people that buy his vehicles and he constantly on these videos was listening and looking for modifications to add in that next thing. So on mm -hmm. one hand, while I appreciate having the ability to tweak and customize some things, every year they have made changes. And uh, I, I, I come from the consumer products industry, so I really appreciated somebody who really listened and cared about the customers. And um, my only regret is Every time he, you know, launches his new vehicle, I, I want to trade in my old one. And buy it. <laughs> yes, uh, except the interest rates are high now, so. <laughs> and I don't need any more tickets to Disney World. Yeah, you got to get your first tickets first. And and if I remember correctly, Rob, I was also supposed to get tickets and go to you Disney were... World with you. With so yeah. yes, we're gonna have to make that happen. We'll. we'll Listen, right. I'll tell you one thing about Nick Schmidt. He does uh, stick to, you know, to, to promises that he makes, but it gets so crazy. <laughs> he gets into so much stuff, but we, we'll probably make that uh, thing happen. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll nudge him. I'll remind him. Here's a, here's a comment from Kip. I'll get this in here. Question. Uh, we are strongly considering ordering a 2024 Coachman Beyond with the upgraded 1200 amp hour lithium. With over 25,000 miles uh, you have driven, have you had any issues with your batteries? Well, you, I know you have a different battery solution than me. Mm -hmm. Do you want to go first? or? Oh, you can go for it. You're, lithi you're, right. LI, you're LI3, yeah. right? Yeah. So okay. I'm going to tell you, I mm -hmm. respect there are some people that are happy with the AGM and the generators and everything, mm -hmm. but I love the lithium batteries because, first of all, we can get a whole night's air conditioning, you know, mm -hmm. out of our configuration. Mm -hmm. And um, if, you know, that next day our battery is running low, you know, I either I just have to you know turn on that vehicle and you know let it idle for a while and it will recharge or chances are we're moving anyways and 
with, you know, with just a little bit of time on the road, that thing is recharged. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I, I love all of that. Plus I love the fact that, um, in Wisconsin, okay, during the winter months, if, if the van is here, I can put this into store mode, let it sit for 90 days. I've had no issues. I've had no issues with it. It has a really cool battery management system mm -hmm. that also, if it hits a certain temperature, it knows to shut itself off. I'm talking about when you're charging it. Mm -hmm. I, so I, I just have to say out of, and, and, and I'll just say one other thing, out of all the things I see and read, you know, that maybe people have had issues with, Mm -hmm. You know, a, a, a firefly issue or an air conditioning issue. I don't know if I've ever even seen on the social media group I'm in anybody have an issue with the lithium battery that comes with the Beyond Vans. I'm sure there have been somebody, but I don't. Absolutely. Yeah, I think there have been. You know, in all the vans that are going out there, I think Lithionics is pretty robust. Uh, we did a a, uh, a tour with Lithionics there at the factory, and uh, I think it's a it's a really good setup. In, in my van, I bought it. It had AGMs. It had a generator. I kind of like that. However, what I would say, and and you know, I did change them out. So now I don't have those AGMs. I actually have Battleborn uh, batteries in there. We've had Battleborn here on the show as well. I think those are great batteries uh, when you're doing upgrades. I, they actually come standard with the American Coach vans that are out there, the Battleborn system. Um, and I find that easy to use. Same thing with Lithionics. I think when I look at, like someone was asking about uh, Travato, some of the, the other battery systems are, I'm not saying they're any less good, it's just they work in a different way. And I like the way that Battleborn, Lithionics, those things work. If if I was to buy another van right now, I would not go AGM with generator. I'll tell you the, I'll tell you guys that right now. I would just go Li3, have my batteries be in there with the second alternator. Like you said, it charges up faster, and it's a lot easier to deal with. Um, the generator is cool. Right now, I'm in my van. I'm actually running the generator, but you know, there's more issues with a generator if you get that. I think. And you have to make sure you've got the maintenance going on and all that kind of stuff. So I yeah. would just go LI3 you, like you have. You don't have to maintain it. It's, it and again, mm -hmm. the, the lack of noise. Um, mm -hmm. I do have extra space. I've contemplated adding the mm -hmm. extra panel. But quite frankly, mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. haven't needed it. You know, um, yeah. I'll also say kind of, you know, the other side of this is we were pleasantly surprised. The propane tank that mm -hmm. you know, also comes with our configuration Mm -hmm. um, we use that. It's more efficient to use propane for heat yep. mm -hmm. or heating the water tank and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And man, I'll tell you what, that lasted far longer than I expected. So I have no regrets. I'm sure for some people, the generator, I mean, listen, there's a cost difference, right? Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, big. It's, I think it's maybe, what, 20 grand, something like that? Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah hopefully mm -hmm. that's going to closed down but we've mm -hmm. been very pleased with it and uh, mm -hmm. even even the electronics that come with the, the lithionics there is a an app you know that also you can see from your phone the history and run some things your phone so uh, and again I'm sure others have had some issues but mm -hmm. we've not yeah absolutely I'm the brown shout out to him he says looks like Hank has worn that headset cable out yes man you guys you guys can see details <laughs> yes I do need to buy another headset cable you are right, sir. <laughs> uh, Carla Daniel says, can you put a child bunk bed in RV B plus for transit with the wet uh, bath in the back? Can you put a child bunk bed uh, in the I'll, B plus? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what we did. 
Mm -hmm. We do not have the rear bath, okay? But we did mm -hmm. take our seven-year-old grandson on one trip, and mm -hmm. with any of the Ford vehicles, both of those front seats mm -hmm. turn, you can turn them and have them face one another. Mm -hmm. And we just traveled with a, a, a board um, that was on the shelf behind our bed and a mm -hmm. cushion, like a cushion off of a lawn furniture thing. Mm -hmm. And that front cabin was our grandson's bed. Okay. okay. Yeah. And it worked worked wonders for us to be able to have a third person. But I don't know if you could do something else, Hank. Um, so did, was that loom or was that just something that you guys made up that bed? Do you? Yeah. So the chairs, of course, turn, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They turn, okay. they swivel all the way or you can have them face one another. Mm -hmm. But all that we did on our back shelf behind our, um, our seabed, right? We just had a board that we used as almost like a mattress spring mm -hmm. and an extra, like a, a long cushion that you could pick up at a home and garden store. Mm -hmm. And we placed those on the two front uh, seats. Okay. Okay. Understood. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, so I, I'm aware of, of uh, people doing mods like that. There's also a company I think called Loom that we've seen at the overlanding shows that has a similar fix to that. That's kind of like a blow up kind of bed that sit that you blow it up and it fits fits between those two. Yeah, that's that's right. We we and we looked at that. Of course, it was mm -hmm. several hundred dollars. And, yeah, mm -hmm. and it, it fits in the middle and it's a you know cushion. It's almost like a T. It yeah. fits in there. But anyway, what we did, and then you know it wasn't permanent, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, we don't take that with us on every trip, of course. But for that mm -hmm. trip, it worked. Yeah, and I'm not exactly sure because I think in that comment you said B plus, so I'm not exactly sure which you're talking about so like our vans that we have the beyond is just a b uh, it doesn't uh rise to the b plus occasion quite so i think it would be different but if you if you want to hit hit us up um like do a dm or something like that i could maybe take a closer look and help you out with that uh on the brown also said he's a comedian he says i'm not sure i want to see a video of hank taking a sponge bath uh yeah i don't want to see i don't want to see it <laughs> Uh, and Lola says, don't worry. What's, what did she say? Don't worry. The sponge bath video will be tasteful. Okay. Hank could be the reason I bought my van and maybe the reason I sell it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, good one. Good one. All right. Let's see here. Okay. Um, all right. Let's see what... Uh, okay. Carla Daniel says, hey, guys, I need to know when your next show is. My son will attend. Um, so I believe that question is pointed at Sunshine State RV. Typically, uh, they're at the Tampa show, and then they do Ocala. But they are going to the... Th there's a whole bunch of different shows they have going on right now. So I would suggest checking out Sunshine State RV's um, website. So I do... Lola and I do stuff with them. But, you know, if you check out their website, you'll see what the schedule is. I know they're going to Overland East in Virginia. And that's coming up, I think, in October. So um, either the end of, I think it's maybe end of September, you know, early October, something like that, that they'll be there. But there's a boat show going on that they're going to, another show that's coming up in Texas. And those I don't have, um, you know, precise stuff on. Russ says, Hank, you did a great job showing the difference between the Beyond Nova and the Galleria. Thank you. I think that's been a couple of years now. We probably need to redo that video because we've got, you know, we've got like a new Sprinter is out there and a new, um, a new uh, 
Promaster is out there as well, so I'm sure people would be interested in that. I don't know if you're interested. Are you still looking, or you know, are you just happy with your van and you've got other interests, or are you always looking to see what's coming up next, kind of a thing? No, less less than I did before, for sure. But mm -hmm. it's 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 almost like um, I don't know. It's again, I'll equate it to cars. I mean, you kind of like to know the newest mm -hmm. thing that's out there. I, I find it entertaining. It's certainly informing. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I so I'll still watch many of those videos. But now what I've found is I'm I'm looking more for hey, where are places that people have gone? What are some of those camping, RV lifestyle hacks and and stuff like that? Or you know, getting my vehicle service. So it it, it just depends where you are on the continuum. But I think once you kind of get hooked and and look at those things, at least for me, I'm, I'll always be looking at what's the next feature, the next bell and whistle, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think something I'd like to ask you before, there's two questions. I have one Lola wants to ask you before we wrap up, but for me, in this vein, you know, when you're looking at this stuff, what would you like to see in the future, Rob, as an owner? I'm, I'm very curious to know, like I know what I want to see, but I'm curious to know what the other folks like yourself out there want to see in the future with these vans. Oh boy, that's an interesting question. Um, you know, probably some additional modifications that give space. Um, I actually am intrigued by some of the smaller builders that come up with just these incredible designs. Okay. So, you know, I'd like to continue to see these folks. Maybe like, so for example, today, people like Coachman and Winnebago, they might have three or four standard designs. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see them offer five. You know, and, and and give a little bit more of an ability for mass customization. You know, where okay. we can tweak these things. Certainly interested in the hybrid, the electric stuff. I I don't know. I I have yet to watch your, one of your latest videos, but I still have mm -hmm. a feeling that's a ways out. Mm -hmm. uh, you yeah, know, I'm not looking for that so much. And then um, the only other thing is uh, more redundancy on some of the systems, even okay. more simplification. You know, there's a few folks out there. Russ Johnson's one of them. Who these are tinkerers can fix. And Russ can fix anything. Uh, you know, I think some of the future models they're going to have to reconsider. And you know, the people that are buying the next generation and stuff, they're they're looking for even simpler solutions than maybe what's out there today, and maybe some more redundancy. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think you are going to find, um, you know, that the builders out there are also simplifying. Because I think they see a lot of the complaints that people have about those things and making it tougher. You know, you want it to work. I think they're very close. What we have now is very close to perfection. You were talking about electric. I think it's cool, but I think electric's just something we're getting forced into because the manufacturers have a mandate to make electric things. So that's really not that far away, believe it or not. But it's kind of a thing that we're getting forced into, and I don't think they considered with those laws folks like us who are traveling around. So in terms of range and stuff like that, it's not there. So mm -hmm. um, a lot of the other things are, but that's that's uh, I think that's good. You know, interesting to think about space. How can you maximize on space in something like this? Um, uh, uh, Joy B says, "I'll get this comment in." Uh, we need the price to go down. We need to not cause a, a house or two houses, two small houses. So the price needs to come down. Um, yeah, you know, I think that is the tough part about a Class B, right? Very expensive. We're looking at house money. You can literally get a really big RV for the same thing. 
there's the trade-off on the convenience that you have over the bigger RV. But prices, what do you think about those? you think they're coming down? Yeah, I, I hope they do. I think they need to. I will say the flip of that is they've, they do tend to hold their value. You know, and and that's the only that's the only thing that kind of softens the blow a little bit. Mm -hmm. But you know, the, I think you know it's it's on one hand I'm saying hey I'd like to have more model choices and stuff. Mm -hmm. I know what a lot of these folks are suffering right now. They're still feeling the effects of supply chain hiccups, and yep. you know before they add a new modification, they they got to make sure that these things are available. And as mm -hmm. many vans as they build, they pale in comparison to some of the other suppliers that make automobiles and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. um, I, yeah, I would like to see some more price elasticity, some more sensitivity, maybe maybe something for more of an entry level users. And I, I will give a shout out to Winnebago because I think some of their vans like the Solus, mm -hmm. that's what I think they're intending to try to do with the Solus. Of maybe you're a young family, you have two, three small children. Well, you put them up top, they mm -hmm. can camp up top. Yeah, um, in a pop like top. To Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd like to see more consideration given to people who are not, you know, old folks like us. that are different mm -hmm. life stage and, you know, um, that, that could maybe get into this um, at an earlier, lower price point. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think, you know, even there's there's people coming in younger and, and, and people, you know, I'm, I'm like 51. So, you know, there's there's folks getting more active in this or even older folks that are more active. And I think there needs to be better choices because on the overlanding side, it's even more expensive, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. If you're getting an overlanding van because you want to go off road a little bit and do that kind of stuff. Uh, in a lot of cases, you're looking at like, you know, very close to 300,000, if not over that. Yeah. And, and of course, they're going after a younger demographic. So maybe yeah. they need to offer like a like, you know, what Home Depot does, the workshop where you kind of come and build your own and swing the yeah. hammer. And, right. I don't know, <laughs> uh, you listen, you know, un, un, unfortunately, we're um, we're going to go into we're going to kind of like go into this downturn in the economy. And uh, listen, I don't think anyone's going to be happy about that. But one of the things I think that will come out of that we'll see the high demand come down and maybe the prices come down and more options um, out there. I've seen kits as well if you want to, you know, just buy, and these vans are expensive before they're built into class B's. So you're looking yep. at uh, 60, 70,000 bucks for these vans uh, in a lot of cases, just as raw vans, but you can get kits and then build, build something, maybe not as complicated as what you and I have, you can build that, and then if you ever wanted to sell it, you could take those kits out, that kind of thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, I tell people, don't be worried or afraid of a used mm -hmm. one. I mean, these are commercial vehicles, so they're mm -hmm. built to last a little longer, be more durable mm -hmm. than the cars we drive. And, and, again, if you have a good dealer like a Sunshine State nearby, have them check it out. But Because mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that will do this for a few years, and they're done for a variety of reasons. So don't be afraid to maybe consider something that has a few miles on it. Yeah, absolutely. And the last question here, I know we're past our time here, so thanks to everyone that's hanging out with us. Smash those thumbs up. So I'm going to wrap it up after this. Lola says, what prep considerations has Rob done uh, to head out to Nova Scotia? You guys are going on a great adventure. So, and, and people could follow you on your YouTube channel and see all of this. What kind of preps have you made? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So Amy is my navigator. She's done mm -hmm. all the route planning. I will just say this. Mm -hmm. If you've been following anything about Nova Scotia lately, mm -hmm. These poor folks have been burdened by first the fires and then record flooding. They had three months worth of rain in one night. Wow. We've had to completely replan our route 
you know, to, to almost the reverse because we had a few fixed dates where we were taking a ferry or we committed to a, a boondockers welcome place, something like that, mm -hmm. or a campsite, I mean. But at any rate, we've had to do that. We are traveling with another couple, another beyond family. So mm -hmm. we, have, we have two of us. We mm -hmm. just so happen to have two different cell phone providers. Okay. And we've talked about like, okay, you know, what kind of toolkit do you bring? What do we bring? We're making sure our maps are up to date, um, all the normal stuff that you would do. But, you know, we normally put a lot of time and effort up front so we can really relax and freewheel it while we're on our trip. So mm -hmm. fingers crossed, you can uh, follow us on our channel and, uh, you know, hopefully we'll avoid the fires and the floods. Yeah, absolutely. I hope you do. I, I'm sure you guys will have a great adventure out there. One quick question I'm sneaking in for I'm the Brown, because this is actually a question. He says, do either of you see people towing small travel trailers to add more space or storage? Uh, what do you think about that, Rob? I have, it, it, it's been um, only on occasion. And I mean, and, and the, the Beyond absolutely can, okay? Mm -hmm. it's, it's equipped to, to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if I, if I, if I, you know, say the weight ratings and stuff like that, I'm sure I'll get it wrong. Yeah, I, I think it's about 5,000, but don't take my word on that either. I think so, <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. And, um, but you know, I've also seen people, rather than tow something, what they'll do is they'll have a stowaway box or something like that on the back. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of creative solutions, but, you know, you know, it's harder to park, of course, like that, but it's absolutely something we've seen. We've, we've actually seen somebody tow a glider plane. Wow, yes. A glider plane. Yeah, at some point you guys will see a picture of me towing uh, my tractor. Because <laughs> I had to get a tractor. We, we, you know, we've got about six acres here, and I've got to take care of it myself. And we got, we got a tractor, and I'm gonna have to tow that thing. So the van is gonna be put to that purpose. Um, but my, my advice on that one is, I would say, listen, carry less stuff if you can. If you could do it. Take less stuff. The you know the adventure is not all the stuff that you could bring with you necessarily. Even though you want to bring the things that you need, so you know uh, that's like Wayne C says. If you tow small trailers or for more space, you might as well uh, buy a bigger motorhome. So there you go. Listen, um, Rob, I hope you're going to come back because this was a fun conversation. It went very quickly. Uh, please do come back and I would encourage everyone out there to subscribe to Beyond the Adventure. Lola and I have subscribed to it. There's some very good content on there, uh, but I'll give you a chance to plug that and the other things you have before we get out, Rob. Oh, that's enough of a plug. I just want to say, hey, you know, thanks to you and Lola for everything that you guys do. Continue to do it. and We really appreciate it. And for everybody watching, thanks for tuning in and happy, happy travels to you. Thank you. Thank you so much for the support, Rob. We couldn't do it without folks like yourself and Amy. Uh, all right, guys, we are out of here. We love and appreciate you guys. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks so much for joining us. We're out of here. Robbie, stay right there. See you guys. Peace.